We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bye-bye. Oh, you tripping. I'm out of here anyway. We there. Top of the hour is being brought to you by DuckDuckGo, Privacy Simplified. Tomorrow's show is pretty loaded. Like We got a lot of stuff going on on tomorrow's show. I'm excited about it. Dan Durkin's going to be on the show. He's going to break down the Bears draft. Like I've, I, I've deployed Dan Durkin to go watch tape of the new draftees, and he will have a very thorough report. Jason Leisure is going to join us on the show, and obviously we will break down what happens in Cub Sox tonight. Joe Ostrowski will be on the show. I'm going to talk to him about fading the Reds because they clearly don't want to play Major League Baseball, and even their owner doesn't care that you know that they don't want to play Major League Baseball. Parkinson Spiegel have got you covered this afternoon. Hello, boys. Hello, Lawrence. We do have you covered. Sure do, man. What a baseball show. Do you even want me here for this? You know what I do? You do? I'm hoping by the end of the show, you're feeling it. Actually, you were feeling it yesterday. I love Cub Sox, I know you do. You're a meatball. David Robertson at 240, Steve Stone at 3, Kendall Graveman at 4, Boog Shambi at 440. That's a Cub Sox show, Lawrence. Good night, everybody. Yeah, that'll work. Right. I, I think that I think that works. I, I can just get out of here too if you guys want. No, like, no, no, no. You're good. We, no, like, we like talking no, to you. Um, this is this is fun to think about. David Robertson, I believe, will be the first person that we've had the chance to talk to. Certainly, the first person I've had a chance to talk to um, who was in the room when Chris Sale cut up the throwback jerseys <laughs> <laughs> and might not care about any sort of allegiances or loyalties. And talk about such things. When he went all Edward Scissorhands. Oh, yeah. man. You know? Could be a fun story to tell. I think so. Yeah. You know, maybe we'll get his thoughts on Drake LaRoche if we have time. Oh. He's <laughs> <laughs> a leader. Those are the vibes that Springs is bringing uh, after that White Sox winner. <laughs> Those Drake LaRoche vibes. He's a leader. He's a leader, man. They yeah. were a national story that week. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And not like a national sports story. <laughs> oh, no. They were a national story. I remember Paula Ferris hitting me up <laughs> and being like, hey, um, I'm going to do a story on Good Morning America about the, what the hell happened. And I was like, so uh, 
Yeah. Good Morning America. Are the collars oh, uncomfortable? Danny, if you're pitching, it was on Good Morning America. <laughs> we were we were talking. It was it became a, a framed conversation about children in the workplace. This is what was going on. Simpler times. Simpler times. Oh. He's a leader on our team. Yeah, that was one of the all-time quotes. God. Oh, so funny. Hey, Lawrence, did you see that the Cowboys draft board got leaked? I did. Oh, I so I fun. saw that. That was uh that was interesting. So apparently it's the fourth time in eleven years that the Cowboys draft board has been leaked, which is amazing in and of itself. I think they're a stupid organization. Is well, that at the top? They're a slot they're a sloppy organization. That's what I meant. They're I, I drunk. Say stupid. A drunk organization at the top. Yeah, it's really drunk. I think it's that the owner who made himself the general manager, his heart actually pumps Johnny Walker blue. Instead of yep. blood. I think that's and true. So they kind of like a little bit more information <laughs> yeah. than the average NFL team. He, he held up their big board at the press conference, <laughs> held it up, and they shot video of it, and somebody's froze it and, and dug into it. We, we never get to talk to Bears management, ownership, whatever. It's like a state occasion if they do. Their owner has his own radio show. <laughs> he sure does. And, and talks after every game. Exactly. And holds post-game press conferences. Wow. Like, how crazy is that? <laughs> that like, is could amazing. You, could you? imagine like the last two seasons of post-game press conferences with George and maybe the better question is who would you rather have the post-game press conference with George or Virginia oh um I think Virginia I think so too I yeah, think that, that would be the person you'd want to talk to, but I, I, especially after like a, a loss to the Packers. Well, but Put uh, a microphone in front of that lady and let her do her thing. Let's do all the teams. Which owner in town would you like to be giving a press conference after every game or at least have a weekly radio show? That he was that he Reinsdorf. Reinsdorf. Yeah, well, because yes. he's got I mean, the, if you look, he's got the most stories the stuff from the last dance. Yeah. Like, Reinsdorf's got the most stories. Two teams. Like decades, championships, long standing tie to the city. It's true. Reinsdorf's look, the most interesting. And, and he has I a don't know who, lot of impact. His, his makeup or what his, his regimen is when it comes to skincare, but he looked so good on the last dance. I was marveling. I was like, wow, like his skin looks great. That's funny. Like, Money is awesome. Because, <laughs> like, he looks amazing. Because what is Jerry, 84? 84, I think, yeah. He, he was 83, but that was a year ago, so we can't talk about that. <laughs> so, yeah, so he can't do the thing anymore. Yeah, but he no, looked, it's too bad. He looked great. I also 86, think that, okay. gentlemen. So it was three years ago that we can't talk about it. Yeah. A, a rocky post-game press conference has the... The combustibility to be very fun. It does, especially nah, especially but, if Lazarus is there. Yeah, it, it, it <laughs> or Philip. Oh yeah, it's a good point. Phil Thompson. The problem with that is, is that when it was uh, Pat Foley's last game, I think that eighty percent of the Chicago media also thought it was the Blackhawks' last game. Like we don't know when they play. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, we would just all miss the press conference. Yeah. They'd be like, Rocky was, talked again? There was been a few times they over the past two weeks. They just played on Tuesday. Like, They're like, no, they play a lot. Like, They're still playing hockey games, <laughs> yeah. huh? How about that? I so, I think Jerry's the answer, Yeah, man. Jerry would be amazing. It'd be very fun. But, like, Virginia or George would be cool, but how about just, like, the GM? 
the GM having to face non-team-owned media in football on a quarterly basis, much less a weekly basis, mm-hmm. would be fairly remarkable. Well, I, I just hope that Ryan Poles, who uh, seems to have embraced the idea of transparency, still does it after uh, the scout said the unfortunate things that yeah. he did and then was uh, was shown the door. Like, we don't have any sort of specific confirmation that he was shown the door because of said remark. He was one of three people shown the door. Correct, and there's often scouting front office department turnover after a draft. Absolutely, yeah. uh, but the but bit... It- But it sure is convenient, (laughs) and it sure is odd to think, yeah, why don't you go out there and talk about our pick? By the way, I'm firing you tomorrow. No, we won't talk about that part. Anyway, just go out there and talk about the pick. Yes, it would would lend to reason that part of the thing that got him fired was his description of what the player is and how we, we tend to dehumanize players and we love the tragedy porn and i think sometimes we 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 put on those players things that we don't have evidence to back up now that's fair like we see a guy playing with an edge or they see a guy playing with an edge and they assume they know what it's about like they've psychologically profiled i must admit that i'm guilty of psychologically profiling people I think it comes from sitting next to Dan McNeil for five years. Pretty sure <laughs> that's where it comes from. Well, and a lifetime of therapy. Yes, lifetime of therapy, youngest of five, examining my siblings my whole life, uh, that kind of thing. But uh, no, I, I hear you. You, you know about Jaquan Brisker's father, right? You guys know about him? Well, we talked about it yesterday. Yeah, the uh, the NBA player mm-hmm. who who I th- thought that was his grandfather. Yeah, was oh, it's his it, grandfather. It was his grandfather. My bad, John yeah. John Brisker, the grandfather who was known as the heavyweight champion of the ABA, was a real physical brawler in the ABA, and was missing in Africa in 1978, declared dead in 1985 but some people were convinced that he was still alive i mean that's that's a crazy and and heavy story right there yeah i mean the whole the whole thing i mean but the just there we talked about it yesterday there is of course something to all of these teams talk about loving football and being committed to football and there being some value somewhere into that as a uh scoutable trait and you should be able to acknowledge that without changing PhD to poor, hungry, and desperate, right? There, ha- there has to be some sort of humanization and middle ground of just humanity and decency where that part doesn't need to exist. It should be fairly easy to eradicate that from scouting jargon, you would yeah, think. Yeah, and the thing is, is that you can talk about a player being hungry without it Without using the context of they come from a bad background and mm-hmm. therefore that's what makes them hungry. Like I, I've talked that way about Javante Green, and to me, when I talk about like his hunger, his hunger is to survive in the NBA. Right. Like you can see that this is a guy that is doing everything he can with some limited physical gifts to stick and stay and be a starter. In the NBA, mm-hmm. there, there are ways to discuss those things. And even if you want to use language like that, the, the context has to be right to do it. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's interesting because, of course, sometimes you find people from wildly variant backgrounds who also play with that hunger. Like, 
If you watched Aiden Hutchinson at all at Michigan, that dude plays with a relentless and crazy-ass motor and hunger. And his dad was a defensive end at Michigan. And he, you know, so it's like it, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what the background is sometimes. If you love it, you can find hunger for it if you truly love it. Yeah, well, and just like most jobs and most people would say being well-rounded is a good thing, having other areas of interest. In football, it's a huge negative. You know, it's a weird thing. Yep. Like, like, you uh, you like stuff? Read books. You're too smart. You, <laughs> you challenge authority. Hmm. What are you doing in those graduate school classes? <laughs> are you not in your book? Speaks, you laugh, but it's the truth. Yeah. I, I covered a lot of guys, and Danny, you probably dealt with this too in Kansas City. There are a bunch of guys that played for that that Super Bowl team for the Bears that have graduate degrees. And a lot of them did not want to talk about it because they knew if it got out while they were playing, people would be like, well, why are you studying that? Why are, why are you studying finance? Or why yeah. are you getting your MBA hmm. when you could be studying the playbook? Why are you preparing for life after football? Yep. You got to love football. You got to love football. You do. And I love football. But like it's just a weird it's a weird thing because you would think like these guys are not they know this, not all going home and just studying the playbook. And so if you have other areas of interest, that probably would lead to a more productive Yes. You know, like, oh, I don't like anything other than football. Okay, cool. Now football's going to give you twenty million dollars. Well, you can't be playing football the whole time. Yeah. So if you have no other interests and you have $20 million and it's a product of football, maybe that's where you find your way into you know, some trouble. You know, it's interesting. I was a very <laughs> loud and passionate defender of Andrew Luck on these airwaves when he went back to school because he was about more than just living the NFL dream. And it's funny how that whole thing has played out and he left earlier than he than he could have with a lot more meat on the bone of his and NFL he career. Care he doesn't at all. He doesn't care, but I think his... His story and his narrative has only reinforced the stuff we're talking about. Well, yeah, it's just funny, though. Like, I think that if you did that whole draft over, though, even if you knew when he was going to retire, you would still go for still it. be worth he, it. He, of course. Give me seven years of a great quarterback. Yeah, of course. You'd still take him number one overall and not, and not even. And that's like about as extreme of an example as we have. Guys have left football earlier in their career mm-hmm. citing safety and falling out of love with the game and that sort of thing. But they haven't been. You know, Jim Irsay said that Andrew Luck probably left $300 million on the table. Yeah. You know, in in future earnings. You know what that means for Jim Irsay? More guitars. For that guy, yeah, he's got uh, he's got a Jerry Garcia guitar. I think he's got a John Lennon, a, a Bob Dylan guitar. By the way, for anybody tuning in wondering, where's the Cubs socks talk? We've got David Robertson, Kendall Graveman, Steve Stone, and Boog Shambi on the show, plus a lot of I, our own thoughts as well. I I, I like this though. I, I think that it's a, a part of sports that does need to get talked about because it's 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 the making them human beings in football it's more difficult than it is in baseball because there's the robotic like they they look was it cletus is that the name of the fox robot 
Like the, the, <laughs> the players at this point look like Cletus. Like you can't see their faces and and all sorts of other Cletus, stuff. Cletus is the slack jawed yokel on The Simpsons. Is Cletus I, also I'm the pretty robot? Sure Cletus. Now look, I was wrong with the nebulizer. Yesterday, you were. So I so think... maybe I shouldn't be trusted. But I feel like that robot's name is I Cletus. I trust you. I trust you. Uh, Fox Robot. Cletus. Yeah. Check it. Oh Cle- yeah, spelled like a cleat. Like an NFL right. cleat. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, Cletus the slack jawed yokel, yokel is Simpsons. just an e. Is just an e. There's no. No, he's not spelled like a cleat. So, so I, I, I smart look at the a humanity in those guys, and I, I mean, I know that there was a real like in that locker room. It was a real struggle. Like you, you find you see a book, or you'd be like, hey, you talk to a guy off mic. You're like, yeah, I got to get out of here. I got to make it to class. And you're like, what are you studying? And then you talk with them, and they're like, don't tell anybody. Like, don't say a word. Don't put this on the radio. I had, I had plenty of hey, don't put this on the radio <laughs> stuff from guys in in those locker rooms about specifically this and luckily things started to change i think sam acho went a long way to help change some of that perception overall where here was a guy and, and shout out to john fox is the one thing i'll give john fox credit for he knew that sam, it was important for sam to finish his education and in situations where they didn't need Sam mm-hmm. to, to necessarily be in town, he could go back to Arizona and finish up his 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 MBA work. Well, how about and I give John Fox a lot of credit for recognizing that Sam was more than a football player? Well, you know your your friend Charles Tillman is is a guy who got the most out of his NFL career playing till the end, and in fact trying to have another chapter in Carolina briefly, right? Yep. And while also pursuing an entire life that he continues to pursue after football in law enforcement and as a a very inquisitive, active brain. I mean, so there's a wonderful example of being able to do both. He's he, another one of those guys that was in school that didn't, didn't want anyone to know that he was yeah, in school. I'm not surprised to hear it. But, you know, but that's a guy who left nothing still undone in an NFL sense, Charles Tillman. Well, yeah, because it's not mutually exclusive. Yep. Yeah, it's not. It's, I mean, it's not the exact same conversation, but it's tangentially related. JJ uh, Redick checking Chris Russo today for so great for so how good. Mad Dog talked about Draymond, you know, sharing his opinion uh, publicly and you know spouting off at so, fans and doing what he did. It was fantastic. Yep. But it's the these are all cousins of shut up and dribble poor hungry desperate right it's uh, they're all they're all kind of under the same tree they are cousins it's a terrible family reunion when they get together yeah controlling language and just just entertain me but uh, don't be be two-dimensional not three-dimensional that sort of thing but yeah Mm -hmm. that reddick uh clip was pretty awesome yeah i love in in the reddick clip he's like you know people love draymond on the podcast and otherwise because he's real and unfiltered and on the court he was real and unfiltered he is real and unfiltered it's the same guy i give credit to draymond too and i'm not the hugest draymond fan but i give credit to him for going to his own place like going to the podcast after the game and being like hey this is what i'm feeling this is what happened he, he understood, like, let me use this space that I've carved out to not be interrupted or to speak on it how I want. And then we can take that along with what other things are said and what other what he said when he would ask pointed questions about things and then use all of it to come up with a conclusion. I, I, I think it's a very valuable thing. And while I don't 
like some of the um, access media stuff that is going on where players try to rewrite their history, and Draymond has been one of them. That he he's rewritten some of the Kevin Durant in in Oakland history, him and Durant together when they did their sit down interview. I do think that it's a valuable piece of content that we should be looking at and using along with everything else. Yeah, I mean he's he's I'd say he's the favorite to be the next Barkley. Right, Draymond. Well, yeah, I mean they already put him in the chair whenever his team's knocked out of the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. They 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 hired him. He did the he does his own podcast with Cowherd's Network. Uh big investor, super opinionated, talks about other dudes in the league, totally unafraid. Like I feel like when Barkley retires, he's probably getting that seat He'll if he wants in. it. Whichever one of those and, guys. And Charles says first. he's close, right? Didn't he say I'm 60, I'm out? Yeah, but but Kenny Smith the other day, uh to G- I think it was the Jimmy Trainos podcast said um that he doesn't believe him because the job is retirement. He's like, other than the playoffs, we work one day a week. <laughs> he's like, he's like, we work one day a week. What is retirement if it's not working one day a week? Those guys <laughs> last night, that is some of the greatest television of all time. They're really. great. Well, but they're like they with the baseball guys. They got the, it. when the baseball guys oh, invaded. It was so dude, awesome. The way that that Pedro and Jimmy Rollins um, and Curtis Granderson and, and, are running into the room like excited little school children getting to play on the playground. <laughs> and by the way, that's what Jimmy Rollins looked like standing <laughs> next to Shaq. Just hey, we're gonna be on a show that people watch. <laughs> oh, oh man! <laughs> and, and was was it Lauren Shahadi that yes. had to come and wrangle yes. them at the end? Like, guys, we have a okay, show boys. to do. Dodgers, Giants, let's go, boys. <laughs> let's go. Okay, all right, let's go. At the end, that was just a minute. But the whole thing, Shaq, Shaq needing to post up Jimmy Rollins so he could get his on the other end, so he get his bucket back. <laughs> yeah, and Chuck just play. Oh, he can God. play any role. Like he can play the bully who is like you know arguing with Shaq and belittling Shaq uh, or he can play like the clown the, the clown in the punching bag like he knew they were going to get scored on yeah. like that was clearly part of the bit and then but he like plays the like oh my god yeah. i can't believe you let him score on like, us like what are you doing Shaq what are you doing and yeah. Shaq's like guard your own man guard yeah. your own man <laughs> so good yeah it's fantastic it's the it's No the- basketball needed the baseball guys to make it better you're welcome mm, finally wow. Yeah. Finally, that there show got good with sure. the inclusion of my baseball All guy. Right. Pedro making the pitch. Maybe. Or excuse me, the pass. Is that what it's he called? He also traveled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, maybe dial it back just a little bit, Speaks. Like, just a little bit. Whatever. Yeah, it's, that. It's, yeah. it's it was a, it was a great moment, but, you know. You're welcome. Basketball, you're welcome. Uh, what we liked from the, we, we, we tried to make a series that did not have a lot of hype, uh, fun. We'll see if we were successful, uh, Lawrence to start the show. Then David, David Robertson, uh, will join us in 25 minutes. We are, our premise is that he's seen everything in baseball, 14 years, 37 years old, five teams, uh, followed Mariano Rivera as the closer for the Yankees. And if you can do that, you can do anything. Yep. And now he's the closer of a young Cubs team. So plus the, the jersey cutting incident, all sorts of stuff. He, he so. was in the Rays bullpen last year. How did they do things? What did he learn there? There's so much. To we get feel to like he has seen everything in baseball. So we're going to talk to him about that coming up in 20 minutes.
Boys, have yourselves a show. I'll see you tomorrow. All yeah. right. See you, Lawrence. Tanny's open. Kicks us off. Park at the Spiegel on the score. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.